Welcome, Towel Lights, to a brand new episode, episode number 110 of the Towel Light Talk podcast. This is Casey. And this is Chris. All right, man. This is a, this is kind of a weird week. You it know, is. we we do have a bit of news, just not anything. Well, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. I like to say these things, and then we end up talking for an hour and a half. So we do, anyway, we do. guys, <laughs> let's... Let's get into the news, however it ends up being. Um, first thing in Marvel news, we have Wolverine, The Lost Trail, um, will be coming out. This is the sequel uh, season to The Long Night, uh, which is currently on Stitcher. Um, or it's produced by Stitcher. It's actually on any uh, podcast platform, and you can listen to it for free. And I will tell you, it is very fun so far. I'm about three uh, episodes in, and I think they literally just wrapped up their season this week with uh, episode 10. Oh, wow. So it comes out episodically, just not just all at once, huh? That's yeah, cool. it's once a week, um, heavily produced. I want to say that it's Ben Percy who's writing it. You're correct. Yeah, so... Um, One of my favorites... Yeah, he did. He was on Flash, right? Uh, no, he was on. He just finished Nightwing because he's going to go do his own movie thing. Um, he was supposed to be continuing that for a while. He was on Green on Green Arrow for a long time. Green Arrow, that's what it did, was. I knew it was like one of my favorites. Either yeah, Flash or Green. He Arrow. did a hardcore great job on Green Arrow. Um, Teen Titans, or yeah, I think he's on Teen Titans too for a while. Yeah, so, it's good stuff. Good, great writer. Um, I was. It was very cool to hear that he was doing this podcast um, thing because it was something that there wasn't a lot of dramatizations, you know, out there. Um, you know, growing up, we had the great Star Wars radio drama on NPR or whatever it was. Remember that? Yeah. After that, it was like radio dramas are <clears throat> were coming back kind of as, as a retro thing. Mm-hmm. And they kind of went away again. So now this is cool that they're using the podcast format to tell stories and and put this kind of production, you know, it's it's high quality. I and mean, you got what's his name there? Arm, Armitage, Armitage, or whatever. Richard Armitage, yeah. Richard Armitage playing Wolverine and Logan, and you know that's that's great. It's great to see these kind of different formats for the for us comic book aficionados. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's well produced. It's a cool story. Um, I I implore everybody, you know, comic book fan or not. It's kind of cool if you're a comic book fan because then you you kind of know like what they're getting at with the you know out and out mutant stuff. But even if you don't, um, it's still just like a cool story. So it's uh, I have enjoyed it. Uh, moving on, I don't know this one. What's Once Upon a Deadpool? Yeah, so um, there's that PG thirteen version of Deadpool two coming to theaters. Oh, and that's right. The only way that it could happen was by, I think, by changing the title, cutting out all those scenes, of course. But um, they're trying to make it a little more accessible to younger audiences. Um, some people think they're trying to get more on that Disney bandwagon, the Venom bandwagon, see what happens at a PG-13 level. Um, but whatever. This is what it's been to call. It's called Once Upon a Deadpool. Okay. I don't even want to talk about this. This is stupid. It's just mm-hmm. a money grab, but whatever. Um, moving on. <laughs> Speaking of, <laughs> all right, exactly. Venom Venom Home release is to feature an extended version of the mid credit scene. Um, you, if I don't know, guys, spoiler, you know, Ronald yeah, McDonald the hell out of the movie. It. Yeah, this movie, this movie has been making a lot of money, so much money, frustratingly, so that they're like, oh well. You know, this Spider-Verse doesn't have to really have Spider-Man to be popular. Good luck, Marvel Studios, trying to ever get Spider-Man-Verse back again. You know, go screw yourselves. Um, so, <clears throat> they're going to be extending the Woody Harrelson carnage scene uh, from the post-credits, uh, mid-credits, or whatever you want to call them. Uh, a scene that we had originally knew was in there from rumors of him being on set. I totally forgot about it until I watched the movie, and <laughs> that was great. So, Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> I like Woody Harrelson being a psychopath. It's one of my favorite things in, in cinematography. So. <laughs> yeah, I just... You know, I'm going to buy the movie. So oh, whatever yeah. whatever version of it comes out, 
you know, I'm open to well, buying. Well, be this version when we buy it on Voodoo. <laughs> yeah, right? I hope so, too. Um, so I guess we'll find out. In December. Apparently. In December. There you go. We also have news or confirmation that the Eternals film is going to start shooting uh, this this fall? This next, is fall. Next fall. Next fall. This is this is the slippery slope in the winter that we're in right now. Um, yeah, I'm like, let me just want next fall. <laughs> yeah, next fall. <laughs> Don't confuse me with that. Once Halloween hits, it's all downhill. Till, till yeah, no, I mean, literally, it's 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 <laughs> Christmas right now. It is literally Christmas. Um. Okay, so we've got some casting news on the DC side of things for their Swamp Thing series coming to the DC universe. Um, we have Will Patton as Avery Sun- Sunderland, uh, Wenderson Wade as Matt Cable, and then as uh, Swamp Thing, the human side of him will be Andy Bean, and then the Swamp Thing side we had already um, announced, but Derek Mears has been confirmed to be playing the creature of Swamp Thing. So what do you think of this casting news? I'm really excited for the show. Uh, so let's get this cast going. Let's get let's get it filming so we can watch it. Um, and just the things that we hear about it, just the horror aspect that they really want to go into, the darkness of the whole thing. It's just going to be being on the streaming service. We already saw, but they they took that darker edge with Titans, which is fine, and it's been great. Uh, but this is where this the darker edge really does belong when they start looking at these characters and maybe justly dark down the road and stuff like that. So this is a great start for this this side of DC, uh, kind of exploring what they can do. Um, you know, they did Constantine as a TV show. Unfortunately, you know, it didn't do well on syndicated TV, uh, but it was definitely right where it should have been. Um, and I, I was begging for more after that, but. We'll see what they can do with the streaming service. It'll be even even better for us uh, horror fans. Yeah, and you know, they've had a Swamp Thing movie and a mm-hmm. Swamp Thing TV show. A um, little bit kind of like Beauty and the Beast in a, in a way. Um, yeah. And that was fine. You know, I actually really like the movie because mm-hmm. I love Adrian Barbeau. Um, sure. what, um, what is that, Wes Craven movie? Yeah. Yeah. So it's... Um, you know, it's 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 cool. You know, it's produced by what's his name, uh, James Wan. So you know what I mean. Like they've got they've got the good bones here, and they've got a good cast. So I'm excited to see um, how this show turns out, and I, I can't wait for it to actually hit next year sometime. But yeah, and yeah. hopefully, you know, with with the DC universe being on the present now it's it's live it's it's in our face maybe we'll see some behind the stuffs you know more than we did say with titans along the way uh so maybe they'll do some some behind the scenes looks at Swamp thing as it's filming maybe they'll give us some you know more behind the scenes stuff as i'm saying behind the swamp behind the swamp <laughs> that's <Yeah>. right <laughs> just saying <laughs> speaking of swamps and where you dump dead sidekicks. Um, Jason Todd makes his appearance on Titans this week. So that's exciting. Uh, Perfect. We saw that clip not too long ago, uh, revealing that the character is alive and well on this show. Um, So maybe unless it's a flashback, but for now is right. So this is actually kind of an interesting way to kind of insert him into the show. Uh, especially with people have been begging for Red Hood uh, down the line here. We, who knows what will happen? So let's plant these seeds. My question, and I think I already know the answer, but this is there any possibility this has any tie to the movies and what we saw in Suicide Squad? What we saw in Suicide Squad or we saw in Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice? Mm-hmm. Suit? talking about and yeah and then talking about it and yeah is this the same jason todd i think the answer was revealed to us when the cyborg casting was different so touche so 
they could say it's the same universe that they really wanted to. Um, but I really think they're doing their own thing. No, you're I I forgot about that cyborg cast. That's the only thing that really get that got us because that was our speculation. Yeah. Like, oh, cyborg is joining Doom Patrol. Oh, he will be on Titans one episode. Like, yeah, will, will it be Ray Fisher? Fisher? Yeah, you're right. Sorry, shot about that. they shot us in the butt the next week. So, all right. Um, and then we got some new uh, Aquaman <laughs> posters. Exciting um, news from DC this week, guys. Exciting. <laughs> Yeah, I mean... Not a lot on the docket today. Right. These posters are cool. They're great, of course. Everything, everybody's getting hyped up for December. Uh, they're bright and colorful. Have you watched the extended trailer yet? The five-minute one from yeah. New York Comic Con? Did you watch that? Yeah, of course. Oh, okay. I thought you were waiting to watch it. Um, no, honestly, that was what sold it for me. Yeah, right? I wasn't... I was, like okay with this movie until I watched that and it was just like Black Manta the humor in it was good the pacing was good that whole like non-stop shot that they did and then he's just all of a sudden there in the 4K it was like what did you guys just do with this like it looks great so looks like a good time um Aquaman character posters looking bright and colorful as the DC Universe should on that side of things (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, the posters aren't going to make me buy the ticket, you know, but it's nice that they look like the comic book versions. I'm glad to see, and we saw, I think, briefly, like, that, those orange and, and green. Oh, yeah. It's there. That's the end of that trailer. And that's like, that's, that's the, like, holy shit. Like, what do you, you guys are, it looks great. So. Yeah, he does. He does. Um, Badass costume. And I think it was that's our first look at seeing Willem Dafoe, right? Yeah. And Dolph Lundgren, like, without being in the thing for two seconds. So it's funny. <laughs> it's good to see those two that. characters. I didn't even think about that yet. It doesn't even look like Dolph Lundgren. I mean, the dude looks like, uh, I don't know, not Dolph Lundgren, but that's, I, I forgot he's in it. <laughs> it's good to see he got his own poster. So yep. that's pretty cool. Um, all right, so we got a real heavy second half um, to the show, guys. So, or do you want to just move on? I mean, do you want to take commercial now? Yeah, let's take commercial. All right, we're going to take commercial. All right, we'll be back. Hi, I'm Chris. And I'm Casey from Gourmet Scum Radio. We're two cousins talking about geeky pop culture stuff. You a fan of television, music, and movies of the 80s? <laughs> well, we are too. Do you like being transported to galaxies far, far away and the threat of troglodytes that go boom in the night? Well, we're going to geek out about it. Have you ever scared yourself listening to ska music while reading a comic book and sipping on a tasty Jones soda? Then this is the podcast for you! Gourmet Scum Radio is here to tickle your holes and make you believe in dynamite explosions. Run, again. Make sure to check us out on Stitcher and iTunes. And follow us on Facebook and Twitter and check out our website at don'tforgetatowel.com. You won't regret it! There the bugger is. She's a big one, ain't she? Oi! Over 20 points of articulation, great sculpting, and look at the paint job on her. We've been looking all over for this one. Let's get them in our sights and end this hunt now. All right. All right. Steady. Steady now. Uh, Got him! It's the pursuit of plastic. Listen to the podcast from the creators of Don'tForgetAtowl.com, geek out about toy news, hunting, and histories on your favorite collectibles. We're back after those commercials, and we're going to move on to everything else category. Uh, first things first, in comic book news, um, my favorite writer, Mark Millar, he's got a new book out, or coming out, sorry, um, soon. Uh, with Raphael Albuquerque called Prodigy. Um, it's about a, the world's smartest man and how the uh, government goes to him to help solve uh, some crimes. So fix problems that they just can't handle. 
that's Prodigy. That sounds awesome. Yep. There's, you know, six different covers, <laughs> variant covers, uh, as is always the case with Mark Millar books, as is always the case with me buying them. <laughs> so that uh, I'm cool. excited. It's cool to see that Raphael Albuquerque is, you know, a mainstay for him as He's yeah. yeah, yeah. He's he's yeah. Oh, well, they did. Um, oh no, that was Frank Quietly. I was gonna say they did American Vampire, but that was not him. Uh, Scott Snyder. Get my Albuquerque's mixed up, as you know. Um, anyway, so new Mark Millar book. Are you excited? I'm excited. I am, but you're not wrong. This time. Thank you. You're not. Um, it's the same guy that did American Vampire. Oh, it is that Albuquerque. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's awesome. Cool. Uh, and I'm trying to think, like, what else he did. With, like, I know he's done a lot of Mark Millar's. Um, oh, he did. That's what he did. He did Huck with him. Yeah. That's so Huck. Um, and now they're coming back to do, which is Prodigy is a Netflix comic book series as well. So that's part of it. Remember that. It says image. Oh, it could be both. And, right, but this is it is still it's underneath the Netflix um, banner. Yeah, right. So let me say this too. Um, the comic it has six covers, um, which like one's by John Cassidy, one's a blank cover, one's like black and white cover, whatever, one's a regular cover. There's three of them, which is Malar World. So it has Huck on it, the Magic Order. Um, it's got uh, who else? Like people from Chrononauts on there, uh, Empress, as well as I can't remember what that Frank Quietly series is again. I'm like blanking on it. There's two of them. You know what I'm talking about? Um. Is this another? Um, it's like a, it's like a wrapping cover. I have this. Co- I have another cover just like that. Uh, he did Jupiter's Legacy. Jupiter's Legacy. So yeah. he did one with MPH. He did a big cover that was all Millar World. Yeah, it had all those people on it, Nemesis and all that stuff. I have that. Um, we have that one. I think we bought that. Yeah. The <laughs> thing that is interesting is that I'm wondering now that you just said that this is a Netflix exclusive. Mm-hmm. is that if these characters are the ones that he can show for Netflix, because obviously this isn't all of his stuff. He's right. got way more characters in Malar world, but I don't know. I don't know how that works. You know what I mean? Like it's coming out through image, like reborn was put out through image, you know, mm-hmm. with him and uh, what's his name? Um, Greg Capullo which is an amazing comic. If you haven't, it's like six issues and it's, it's really good. Um, so anyway, uh, if you're a Mark Millar fan, go check this out. If you're not a Mark Millar fan, then we just wasted a lot of time talking about it. If you're not, <laughs> go check it out anyhow. Yeah. You might become one. Be one by the end of it. <laughs> um, <laughs> speaking of image comics, our good friend, Jim Zub, who is now, uh, heavily in the uh, the Marvel business, but over through Image, he has a comic book called Wayward, um, which is a fun, fun comic, and they're going to be making a game out of it and going to Kickstarter. And I screwed up. It's IDW. IDW. Because Image does not do games unless oh, it's yeah. Walking Dead related. related. Yeah. Yep. Um, That's fine. But is this... Wait. Uh, no, it is Image. Yeah, because Image put out Wayward the comic. Yeah, but it's IDW Games. How That's confusing. Cool. Not really. I mean, it's like when IDW puts out Star Wars comics. It's just but like, they've got a deal. This is yeah. a, this is like they don't even put. Out, you know what I mean? Like IDW doesn't put out Image comics. Well, so that's kind of weird. They're apparently. Awesome enough to get involved with this stuff. 
It's good. Right. Yeah. So I'm going to think about the logistics of it. It's happening. This is a board game. This is a board game. Yep. Where um, was that? Where was that? What that? The comic that remind you of Buffy? A little bit. A little bit, right? Yeah. Yep. That's right. It's man. it's it's a good. It's really good. So it's like these uh, kids have to fight spirits and stuff like that over in Japan. Yes. But uh, it was a good comic. Or it still is a good comic. Um, so, anywho, that's uh, also new. I just got a couple more pieces of new news here. Um, just so everyone will know. There is a Captain Marvel uh, trade paperback, um, which will only be sold in comic book shops. That's going to be coming out. Um it's Captain Marvel by Monica Rambeau, and it collects the stories of the first Captain Marvel to hold the title after Marvel and long before Carol Danvers. And it's a uh, it's a black Captain Marvel in that. Okay, it's written by Roger Stern. Sorry, Monica Rambeau is the other uh, Captain Marvel. That's coming out, um, which is cool for that. Did we talk about Shazam? Number one? Yeah. Not recently. Why? Is there, a, is there new news on that? It's Just that out. there's going to be, of course, 11 variant covers with Frank oh, Cho, yeah. Amanda Connor, Greg Capullo, all that stuff. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Just... um making sure we hit on this other Marvel news. And then finally, Valiant, our good buddies over at Valiant, uh, they announced a new comic called The Forgotten Queen. Um, that's coming out in February, and this is going to be... It's kind of weird, like, when they do these one-off stories, like Britannica and stuff, like, it actually does tie back to the main characters of, like, Bloodshot and all that, but yeah. they just do it in such a cool like weird way. Yeah. This one, this one seems cool. I mean, it was funny because I was thinking the other day, I was looking up the lineup of, of comics after the, I looked at incursion was coming out. It was like, there's not a whole lot of comics right now. Like Valiant's very aggressive. Most of the time, there's only like a few titles with this whole, like live warrior. Number one's coming out. The new Bloodshot's coming out. Yeah. Incursion. And one other thing that's coming out. And it's like, I was like, this is not really a, a very aggressive slate for for Valiant as they usually are, and then this gets announced, um, which is interesting. This is a this is a villain spinning out of um, what was it spinning out of Unity? Yeah. Well, yeah, it spins out of Unity actually. Yeah, she, uh, former foe of the Super Team Unity Warmonger, who made her first appearance in Unity eighteen will make her solo-led debut as she ascends from her once-thought final resting place to wreak havoc on a valiant universe. So, villain book. Well, they also say that this is... She's one of Valiant's most powerful and secretly influential characters. Mm-hmm. She will play a significant role in Valiant storylines to come. And this is just the tip of the iceberg of what Valiant has planned for 2019. Which will be celebrating their thirtieth anniversary. Oh, that's they—they they got tons. Then of they've around. got. I mean, yes, they got bought up at that or whatever by that Chinese company. Doesn't matter. And we've been talking a lot of trash about some of the changes that they've been doing. Yep. Um, but that being said, uh, you know, the comic book side of things doesn't seem to be as effective or as affected. So. Um, Pretty, pretty cool that we're going to see a bunch of uh, great stuff coming from Valiant. Um, yeah. Cool? Cool, cool. All right. So, do you want to take over this? Real quick, real quick. Um, so, Bloodshot, the movie is due out this year in 2019, right? Yeah. So you got to stay in 2018 for a little while longer, Chris. <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying. So, they're really planning a lot of stuff for the 30th anniversary. 
For the 30th anniversary, they will. And you know what else? I, I bet you anything that we will get a bloodshot comic that ties into the movie. 110%, I believe they will. Yeah. I mean, they did it for the miniseries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So why not? Yep. Um, you know what? There's actually a lot more news coming in right now that I just saw. Like, Marvel is going to do a weekly Daredevil story. Who's going to be writing that? Um, Donnie? Written by Jed McKay, who's working on Spider-Geddon. Daredevil is dead. He's no more. Uh, Don't read too much, because I'd like to actually read the end of Charles Soule's run, which is happening right now. Well, the Charles... Soul's run is called Death of Daredevil. I know. So, but then he just came back from the dead before this. So. As you say, no one stays dead in comics. I know. It's just not... I hate it. Five-issue run, weekly series coming out. That's happening. And Only then, five issues? Huh? It's a five-issue weekly run? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yep. So, I mean, this is the thing. Like, that Marvel Knights anniversary miniseries just started yesterday started this week um so there is a big push for marvel knights and whatever spins out of the death of daredevil and i think this series i think they're just gonna rejuvenate that that side of the marvel universe which i hope they do Mm -hmm. see like a real unified um storytelling amongst all those characters at this point be fun um that would be fun and another piece of news is that uh, Grant Morrison's uh, comic, The Invisibles, is going to be adapted. Um, cool. It's with Universal Cable Productions. Uh, they want to do, they have a whole pact now with Grant Morrison. Um, this is the first comic book to go under that pact. And it's set for 2020 and follows an elite international cell of occult freedom fighters dedicated to the creation of a better world for everyone by any means necessary. (laughs) Oh, man. So, as usual, Grant Morrison always is insane with what he does. He's been riding high off of, uh, you know, doing... What did he just finish? Wasn't Grant Morrison the one who did Castlevania? No. It's not. Who is that? Warren Ellis? Warren Ellis, sorry. But he's been working on Green Lantern. Yeah, Grant Morrison has taken kind of a respite for a little while. Um, He was doing a little thing here and there, but nothing huge. So this is like his grand return to DC was with the Green Green Lantern. He didn't really want to come back until Dan Didio. Did you watch that interview with him yesterday? No. He's like, I don't know if I want to do this. And then and then Dan Tideo came in and started talking to him, and Graham Morrison started shooting all these ideas, like, oh, you really should just do it like this and this, and then all of a sudden he's writing the book. So it was great. Um, I mean, Graham Morrison is he's one of the top, man. Well, actually, he is the top. <laughs> Apparently his comic, the Batman title, Arkham Asylum, has sold more than 600,000 copies in the U.S. alone and ranks as the most successful original graphic novel to be published in America. Wow. So I'm sure, like, you know, The Killing Joke and Watchmen and stuff are better, bigger internationally, you know, worldwide. But at least as far as American titles go, that's Grant Morrison. Interesting. It is interesting. Hey guys, uh, go back. If you don't read Graham Morrison, go back. Go back and <laughs> go back read them. And read some JLA. Read some All Star Superman, Animal Man. And he did Batman for, and then he wrote Batman for years. I think yeah, I, I think I had an entire run. To be honest, uh, you do. I've looked through it and thought about stealing it. So you can. I know it's there. Yeah. Um. All right. So moving on. TV news, uh, the CW is thinking about rebooting the 4400. You watch this show, right? Mm, my wife watches this show. Oh, okay. Well, Which what's I, going on? I don't know. It's like these 
there's only like 4,400 people left. <laughs> I don't know how it works. These, these, um, it was a popular show, I know, um, for a while. And it's surprising, I guess, that in a world where there's so much other things to put or adapt, like Hollowed and stuff like that, that yeah. we're getting these reboots. I don't know. Sure. Especially in the CW. I mean, it's like, I guess the CW is riding as high from their DC shows and some of their other shows. So, I don't know. Hmm. We'll see. It's, uh, yeah, I don't, I, I didn't watch it. So, I don't know. I, I guess, you yeah. know? <laughs> yeah. Sure. I just saw the list of all these things that are getting, um, canceled. Like what? Like, uh, I zombies getting canceled and yeah. some other stuff that they announced or whatever. But, um, 4,400 is the one where it's all a, those people just showed up, right? Off a plane, right? No. 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 Shoot. I did watch this show. This you is what? a great show. This is the one where they just come back and, like, some of them have powers. And they don't know, like, were they abducted by aliens? You don't know, like, what happened. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's right. This is a good show. It gives them powers. Okay, I'm good with this. So yeah, I'm sorry. This is different than what I was thinking it was. Are you thinking the 100? Yes. That's currently still on. For now. Mm. Yeah, 4400 was on USA. I'm um, liking this show from what I watched of it. Yeah, you know what? Okay, fine. CW, do what you gotta do. I like that show. Um, let's move on. She-Ra moved up three days. Uh, yeah. And I'm gonna be on Tuesday, November 13th. Good. Um, just read some reviews. Good reviews. Yeah, it looks it looks fun. And like I said, as much as we've all enjoyed Voltron, I just want them to keep making these shows if it's going to be that kind of quality. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. we can get a He-Man show again. So just keep working away at that, please, so I can get He-Man back in my life. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that. Um Oh, one other real quick comic thing. Uh, we put it up on our Instagram, but Marvel Knights turned 20 years old. So, Oh, yeah. Yeah, we were just talking about that a second ago. Um, yeah, man. I can't wait to read that, to be honest. Yeah, I know. Pumped up. All right. Uh, and if you all are collecting this comic, get out there and get those interlock- interlocking variant covers for this six-issue series. Yep, definitely do that. Always get very <laughs> Always. I mean, it's a two thing. Um, all right, War of the Worlds getting turned into a TV show starring Greg Kinnear. Meh. <laughs> what do you think? Okay. Okay. Alien. I like Greg Kinnear as an actor a lot. Sure. I like War of the Worlds as a movie and as a radio drama. I just don't necessarily need to see it. As a show, um, I don't need to see this every week. <laughs> yeah, I just if you remade the movie again, even though I think the one uh, that you know what's his name did, what's his name, Steven Spielberg did, uh, was good enough. Yeah, in absolutely. my opinion, I don't really necessarily need to see another one. So that's all. Especially not drawn out. Yeah, that's. Pretty much it. So, meh. Something we do need to see drawn out, though, is the next topic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, Pacific Rim is going to be as an anime series coming to Netflix. Um, this is just one of those things where it's like, oh, yeah, duh. <laughs> you know, like... The influence know. The influence of those movies are, are straight from Japan. <laughs> and yeah. Anime's and all that stuff. So, it only makes sense it's full circle back to being an anime yeah really push the limits of 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 what they can do visually yep that's it i love those movies both of them i don't care what anyone says if they don't like it that's fine I, you know whatever but um yeah that i i don't need you know I, i'm sorry i do need to see more of that world and what they created so if it has to be in an anime and not a movie fine 
I'll keep watching anything Pacific Rim. Yeah. Uh, and finally, um, Stranger Things season three is supposed to be hitting March 7th of next year um, with another VHS edition of a Blu-ray coming out for season two. There you go. What do you think? Awesome. Only a few more months. I know. I love that show so much. Love it. Okay. Um, let's go into some movie news. The Walking Dead. You can't stop me, Carl. <laughs> Carl. Carl. I, I'm behind on, on The Walking Dead, but unfortunately, every news outlet in the planet reported on this, so I, I apparently we know what's happening. Rick didn't die. He just walked off into the sunset as Andrew Lincoln will star as Rick in three AMC original films. Um, now, when I say AMC original films, I do believe that means they will only be on television. I don't think that they're coming to theaters, but... The Walking Dead, according to showrunner Scott Gimple, is going nowhere, and they're only making it bigger. And these shows are, or these movies are going to be a way to expand that universe. They can't hear you shaking your head, Chris, but he's shaking his head. I don't give a shit anymore. It's like I stopped watching it when they decided to kill off Carl, and I just never looked back to be honest with you because I don't care. Um, it is what it is with, and you can enjoy it all you guys want, but walking dead to me is now it should be a thing of the past. Get it off stupid comic con badges, get it out of your heads. Like these kind of shows, they can go on for as long as they want. It doesn't mean it's quality programming anymore. Um, and people say it's good. I don't care if they say it's good. There's just so much other stuff out there right now to watch and to like get excited about that the zombie apocalypse is yesterday news to me. So, great. I'm glad that AMC wants to do this big money grab thing. They want to they want to pay Norman Reedus and 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 people more money to be the stars of the show and expand it beyond what the comics were and tell different stories. I don't care because it's not Robert Kirkman's Walking Dead anymore. So, whatever. You guys can enjoy it all you want. It's just, like I said, it's boring to me now. It's the same shit. I I can't 100% agree with you. I can't 100% disagree with you, but I haven't watched last season or this season, so I can't really say if I don't like it or not. Um, I because watched Apple last season, and then I gave up, to be honest. I heard last season was pretty bad, yeah. um, which is too bad because All Out War is one of the best comic book things i mean it's just it's fantastic so that's what i'm saying it's like you have this great source material to adapt and you just want to do something different because you you think you're special hey again different doesn't necessarily mean bad as we can refer to uh lord of the rings you know what i mean like sometimes they can do things that are better i just why like putting the hobbit into three movies that was that was a mistake but the lord of the rings to me was always going to be the example of film you know being better than the books i mean it was game over they they are good as the books if you know you know what i'm saying if you read those books you know they're epic before you even can have visual media and stuff like that you know what i mean it's it's no of course, but they're they're great books. But I think the movies are better than the books. I I'll never read those books good, again. It's a good at- adaptation. It's one of the best ones ever because it's, it's better than the books. But we can agree to disagree. Walking Dead sucks. Let's talk about something else. Uh, I'll talk about one of my favorite shows, Deadwood. Yes. Um Finally, they're turning it into. Deadwood Redemption. Yeah, I mean, like, they've been talking about doing a movie pretty much since the show came off of HBO, so it's nice to know that they're actually in production now. All of the surviving cast members are back, um, and I got my dad into it. He's watching it right now, and he's like, holy shit, I wish I would have watched this when it came out. So, really excited. It's been a long time. Um, Is this set for HBO? 
or is it a set for theater really it's a movie movie yep. movie oh, movie. oh yep. kind of like when they did entourage the movie yep theaters. yep so um we'll see we'll see how it goes i mean i'm excited about it but i'll never say no to another western i mean come on a good western that's right uh, it looks like they're going to go ahead and do a Night of the Living Dead 2 um, with the original writers, Sans Romero, obviously, and they're going to go to Kickstarter to raise money to get the movie made. Okay. You got you to gotta talk to find the, the I know. Air. I just don't know what to think of something like this. Um. Like a direct sequel to the original, yeah. Which they, have, I don't know, they've kind of done it, you know, kind of. There's Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead, Land of the Dead. You there know is, what I mean? Like, there is a Night of the Living Dead too, isn't there as well? I think there is a Night of the Living Dead too. So yeah. this is interesting. I mean, the original writers is a good idea. Yeah. Um, this is in a world where we've created this Halloween movie as a direct sequel to the original and gotten rid of everything else that came before it, you know, and same thing with a couple other movies that we've seen recently, um, kind of using that reboot idea um, right. without throwing out all the source material, um, the good source material. So <clears throat> not that I think that the other living dead movies aren't great. They are. Um, and the, I mean, all those George Romero movies are, are good. To campy, but still good. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what they do with something like this, especially with Kickstarter money. Um, hmm, who knows? It's kind of weird. I think, I think it could do okay because of the fact that I can't imagine the budget will be that high. I mean, Halloween was made for ten million, and you know, it clearly banged out that it made that money back instantaneously. Um, so if they're not asking for too much money, I think it should be, I think it should be great. Um, so we'll see how that goes though. Uh, and then Taron Egerton confirms that he will not be returning for Kingsman three. Sorry, dude. It's not like that franchise didn't make you. Uh, <laughs> it's mostly cause it's set in the past. Oh, well, okay. That would do but- they're like, oh, there's no way they're going to work at a, like a, what is it called? Cameo or anything by him either. So it's kind of like um, just confirming that it won't be. I think it takes place. I didn't realize it was set in the past. Sorry. Yeah, I think it takes place during World War II or something like that. So like the origins of the King's Yeah. Kingdom. So that's kind of cool. Never mind. I fully endorse this idea. And since Matthew Vaughn is back again, I will, I will be there 100,000%. Sorry, Taryn Egerton, that you got written out of your own franchise. Okay. Go be Robin Hood some more. Go be Robin Hood, and hopefully it's good. Moving on. Uh, Last piece of movie news. Leica, my favorite stop-motion animation studio, is released their first trailer for The Missing Link. Um, In case you guys don't know, they did Coraline, Kubo, and the Two Strings, and they've got another one. Uh, It's an investigator of myths and monsters. So... I love, I love them. That's it. You know what I mean? Like, I think that they do a fantastic job. So he's tracking down the Sasquatch. Well, he's using the Sasquatch as like his right hand man, and as they hunt down Nessie and other said things. That sounds so. amazing. Huh? That sounds amazing. Yeah, yeah, and it's got Hugh Jackman uh, doing the voice. Um, so. I'm I'm sure it will be a lot of fun. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Uh, let's go into some video game news. <laughs> Diablo Immortal. I, my, friend, my friend had such a meltdown about this the other day. It was like, he had this beam that was like, this is Diablo. And the guy's like, no. That's a cell phone. <laughs> it's just like people don't want Diablo on their cell phones. Apparently, they they would rather have a new Diablo, true Diablo game, than more pay to play games. So I'm not too familiar with what they're doing with 
Diablo Immortal, but... Well, here's the thing. And I talked to one of my friends who's a hardcore Diablo fan, just to kind of get his reaction out of it. And, and I'll be honest with you, Diablo 1 and 2, I played the shit out of those games. Um, Diablo 3, I'm playing it with a friend, so I don't see him all the time, so I don't play it all the time. Um, but it's very good. I think that people just, like, a studio says, I'm going to give you another way to play a game. And you go and shit on it. Like, go F yourselves, people. Like, you don't want to play it, don't play it. Don't play it. Play Diablo, Diablo 2, Diablo 3. They all exist. They literally have gone nowhere. They're not making you pay any more for them. You, you have that option. So if you don't want this other option, don't, don't go up in arms and create Reddit threads and Twitter threads just shitting all over this game. Just say, not the game for me. That's it. And you know what? A lot of other people who've never played Diablo before, who don't want to invest $60, maybe only want to invest $5.99 or whatever the heck the mobile version of it will be, to be this kind of game, to me, this makes sense. Like, this is actually what I've wanted when we played that one Star Wars game. Mm-hmm. Remember the one where you go all around and you sure. can... Yeah, I, I can't remember what the Star Wars version of it of Diablo is. <laughs> like, there's been a lot of Diablo uh, knockoffs in the mobile world. And finally, Blizzard was like, we know how to make games. We can make it better. Here is it. Yes, there will probably be microtransactions. Yes, you can probably pay to open up chests and get better armor and blah, 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 blah. Like, do you not want these companies to make money to make more games for you? Get out of your effing heads, people. Like, this is how studios have to make money. Or die. Um, no, I agree with you because I don't give a shit in the first place. Um, and since I've never really played too much Diablo, I would rather have the opportunity to walk around my phone and play it at the bus stop if I could. That's what I mean. You know, like so, someone like you, you'll play it. You'll try it. Um, I would love to see more Blizzard games on a phone that kind of took it back to the original scope of things like a warcraft or like a starcraft like turn-based strategy i don't care like go retro because some of us are calling for retro like we wouldn't mind it it's like well they are going retro as right yeah right they are but to your point a command and conquer a warcraft a starcraft showing up on my phone i play those clones on my phone but I w- but if Blizzard said, "Here's Warcraft Two on your phone for ten bucks," yeah. it would be bought day one. Just like I bought uh, what's it's called for my mobile device, um, The Old Republic. Yeah, Knights of the Old Republic. Because I never played it on the Xbox. I didn't have an Xbox, so I bought it on my my iPad because I can just sit there in bed and play it. So you know what, people. Like I just well that's uh, well that's the difference too, Casey. It's like it's like these people who just have a phone and they want to complain about it, but it's like there's options to get a bigger phone. There's options to get an iPad so you can play the game seamlessly across the two if you're on the go. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, it's like that commercial uh, where the grandma goes out and says, "What are you doing with your computer?" And the girl's like, "What's a computer?" Yeah. Well, I hate that commercial beyond anything, I, but yeah. I do too, but it's a good point, is that there aren't going to be computers much longer. There will be, but not the way we used to look at computers when we were growing up, these big big machines. that yeah, Gamers are going to have them, of course, but the everyday man, everyday person. Well, I mean, that is the landscape right that we're it's in. Right here. Yeah. It's giving you cancer in your pocket, but you got gaming, hands on. It's all good. There's no copy. Anyway, point is, uh, play Diablo Immortal if you want, or don't. It's the same thing when people get mad when you reboot a movie. You don't want a reboot of a movie? Don't see it. Watch Ghostbusters. Don't watch Ghostbusters the reboot. That's it. And then don't complain about it. Because when you give people these money, which you probably will with Diablo, because everyone's going to want to try it. It's a new Diablo game still. Like, yeah, you're just going to give more money to 
to Blizzard. So you're yep. stupid. Um, but Blizzard also made another couple announcements at last week's BlizzCon, including uh, WoW Classic, um, which was basically just WoW. Like, graphics are shitty, uh, the gameplay is shitty, and I don't know why they did it, but people are playing it. Wait. It's literally WoW from 2009 or whenever it came out. World of Warcraft? Yes. On what? On, on PC and maybe on consoles, too, I think. Yeah. It's hilarious. Why would they release something like... Wait, it's the turn-based strategy game? Or it's, No. That, I'm telling know. you next, but it's, it's World of Warcraft. Without all the expansions, without all the craziness that you see now, it's, it's the stripped-down version of World of Warcraft, the original game. Okay, move on. This is stupid. Okay, but... The most exciting thing that I, I got from BlizzCon was uh, Warcraft 3 is coming out, the original RTS game with better graphics, um, which is all that I want. You know what I mean? I is it on my phone? <laughs> I don't know if it's on your phone. I don't think it is. But I, I, and those are games where I know they release them for consoles, but I can never do it. I have to have a mouse. So I will, I will play it on my, my PC slash mac play the crap out of it love warcraft i've been wanting this for a long long time same thing like it's it's like same thing with final fantasy 7 which Mm. square enix is gonna take years to actually put it out but it's like fans all they want you to do is update the graphics and literally change nothing they don't want you to change anything it's the reason why you can go and buy old consoles now in good form, in old games, and people are paying disgusting amounts of money for it because they don't want you to change it. Yeah. Do another Final Fantasy. Do another yeah. Final Fantasy starring those characters. But if you're going to go and do Final Fantasy VII, just don't do anything but update the graphics. Look at Resident Evil 2 with that yeah. Capcom's doing. It's yeah. the same game with insanely good graphics. Yeah. And I want it. I'd Even play. if the controls are the same, which sucked ass, which they're not. I know they're updating the controls to be more like Resident Evil 6 and 7, but um, you know, it's the same game. It's just uh, these people. Uh, can you talk about this next topic? Because I, I, I have no idea. Yeah, what Actually, the, uh... why don't you just take it on from now on? Fine. Uh, so, Final Fantasy 15's final episode uh, expansion will be coming out. It's going to be featuring the protagonist, uh, antagonist Arden and kind of giving a backstory on him, uh, delving into more of the rich history of that whole world. Uh, unfortunately, this seems to be the last chapter that they're going to be releasing since the creator of the game has left uh, Square Enix to start his own studio. Uh, so everything that's been promised beyond this is not going to happen. Um, outside of uh, the multiplayer mode that's uh, live. I think it's live now, and then it's still expanding a little bit. So um, I think it's called Brothers or something like that. I haven't tried it yet. I haven't touched the game since uh, it, it's since I almost beat it. But I never wanted to finish it because the ending's supposed to be so shitty that I didn't. Yeah. It's not letting it end. <laughs> I mean, my question was going to be, does anyone even play this game? Like, does anyone care? I would love to go back and play it. It was a great game, um, but it's I've got much, much other <laughs> content in uh, to be uh, addressing in my PS4. So yeah. we'll see someday. I haven't even played the ex- other expansions that I paid for. <laughs> see, it's fast. But... All right, just move on then. Exactly. Whatever. Uh, another game that I got to finish, but. Red Dead Redemption has taken over my life. But uh, Spider-Man, the second chapter of the City That Never Sleeps trilogy uh, is called Turf Wars. It's due out this month on the 20th, and it will feature Hammerhead. What's the one? What's the Black Hat expansion? That's the first chapter of the City That Never Sleeps. It's out. It's been oh, out. it is? Yeah. Oh, it's been out for a couple weeks now. Well, yeah, so is Red Dead. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I got to like. Here's my problem with Spider-Man, is I got to this point where you got to be Mary Jane, and I got so frustrated with it, I never finished it because of that. Because of stupid little things like that in games that 
either like I got frustrated with and I just stopped playing it and I couldn't go back to it and another game came out and this is like this is the story of my life. So please go back. I need to go back. Yeah. I'm at a point in Red all- Dead. Huh? <laughs> I said I stole it back from my nephews last night. So I got yeah. yeah. Like I'm at a point in Red Dead where I'll I'll play that game forever. You know, like mm-hmm. and I'll pr- I'll probably beat the story mode. Um and you know it's still going to be a long time, but it's one of yeah, those things where I can multiplayer yet. Think about it that way: the game that we played endlessly, endlessly for years, or at least months. <laughs> it was a long time, but they're not. They have not confirmed a zombie mode. There will be. There... I don't know. I did some research the other day, and it's G. You know, it's it's Red Dead Online, and oh, right. that's like that world. That's it. Yeah. And maybe there's a zombie mode because yeah. they in in GTA they give you like little things that happen like oh hey there's this whole section of town that's like mob bosses and you can do a whole mob game or club clubs owning a club and stuff like that so maybe there will be a section of the map that just zombies related but to have like I don't know I don't know if they're gonna do it I'm sure they will it was critically acclaimed the whole game but yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, you got to look at it this way. The expansion for that was Undead, and then they did something special for that. So without a different whole game. That was a whole new game that you didn't even have to own the original game. That's what I mean. Um, My question here is, this online formatting of the game, it just creates a whole server, a whole world, and you just play it? You You pay for it? No. GTA Online is insanity. It is. It is like the world of Warcraft equivalent of like being in of the, of the normal world, you know what I mean? Not fantasy. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, I'm sure that this uh, RDR two online will be like, you go in, you create your own character that looks exactly like you. Then you just start doing the same things that you do in the game now. Like, okay, but you do me and you will be robbing a train. Me and oh. you will be right. robbing a bank and we'll be making our own camps and our own settlement People can kill us. I mean, it's just, it's out of control. <laughs> that game, GTA Online, when I started playing that, I go, again, just like I don't play World of Warcraft. This is, there is no reason. It's the Oasis. There's no reason to not live in this world. <laughs> yeah. <All right>. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. All right, let's move on because otherwise we're going to put on more tangents. What's happening in uh, Star Wars news? Chris? Not much, apparently, but we do have a little tidbits to talk about um rod howard is open to doing another movie i mean this is kind of a a hopeful thing anyhow um i just the minute that he joined takeover solo i was more than happy to hear this um so rod howard is a great director really part of the like he's been deep in the lucas film history for years um so there's nobody else that I trust probably more at points than Ron Howard. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, this isn't like a big piece of news. It's just, it's no. nice. It's nice to know that he's open to coming back and, you know, say what you will about solo, about the staggered story or whatever. I mean, I don't think anyone's given any crap to Ron Howard about trying to polish a turd. And I don't mean that personally because I think the movie's fantastic, but you know what I mean? Ron Howard's a great, capable director, and I think he did a good job with what he was given. So, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, and also, ILM opens their TV division, which is just preparing us for the future. Well, the first thing that they're working on is The Mandalorian. Yes. Um, so, which is curious in a way. Um, I mean, I know that they'll have to have spaceships. I'm curious as to what the other CGI stuff is going to be, because I would assume that the creatures will be handled by Henson. Um, so, I mean, I guess you have gunfights and things like that. You need some, you need some CGI. You need him flying through the air, probably with a jetpack. I don't know. Dark Sabers. Who cares? ILM, open up your video game division. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Where the F is Lucas Arts? Yeah, T- TV makes sense. 
give me give me your give me your video game division but okay cool yeah I'm, yeah I'm that, is, that. that is definitely the one area of star wars that needs a lot of repair right now um and expansions yeah expanding on i should say because yeah we need some we need some rpgs and adventure games and all that stuff all like, that fun stuff mm-hmm. all right what time is it pursuit of plastic time All right, uh, just a little more Star Wars news. We'll kind of let it bleed into the pursuit of plastic. Hasbro has finally announced that they'll be putting out a Mace Windu figure for their Black Series. Uh, not that there is already, you know, a figure arts version of this character that you could get and have a much more articulated, know, yeah, articulated, good-looking figure. But you know what? I'm not going to knock Hasbro either. So anymore. Uh, so this one looks good. It's got the soft goods. Uh, but it's way overdue for a lot of these figures, especially when you're putting out fi- like ones based on Solo or, or you know, the new trilogy. And I know it's all current in people's minds, but you know, cl- fans who've been collecting for years, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta do them a favor, man. You gotta, you gotta throw them a bone once in a while. You gotta put out figures that they deserve. Uh, so we're gonna see some other ones coming this year as well. That they got the Grievous coming. They got the 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 animated Clone Wars, the, like the Gendi, the Gendi one for Obi-Wan, which is really interesting that they have. They do? Yeah. In, in a, that cartoon style? Not like, but more like the realistic Black Series look, like how they did with Rebels. <clears throat> yeah, it's him and his, it's him and his armor. Well, like when he does that uh, pike fight against yeah, Gert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So now you gotta go get yourself a speeder bike <laughs> for this and uh, yeah. Awesome. Why is there? Why is there not like a Cad Bane either? That's yeah. That's a huge one for that me. would be. Or I mean, even Aura Singh, right? Like she's she doesn't have one, does she? Nope. They made remember like remember those unleashed statues? They made Aura Singh statue. Yeah, I know they did. Um, hmm. it's weird what they pick and choose to do. So uh, it is. It is. But. Like I said, there's more money going to these figures now. Uh, now that they're doing deluxe figures up to 30-point range, they can kind of just push it. I just really want to see what they do with this Grievous because they've been kind of torn on getting that Bandai model kit um, yeah, or waiting for a figure arts version or waiting for this to come out and see what it actually looks like. So we'll see. We'll see. Hmm. Uh, next up, Diamond Select Toys has revealed their Iron Man from the Infinity War. Uh, and it's I love their select uh figures. I just they're they're great scale at around seven inch the seven inch scale. They always come with cool background like diorama pieces or accessories and this one is uh got everything you need to take on Thanos. Yeah, well kind of. I mean, no one can really do it. But yes, <laughs> as far as the toy goes, it's good. Diamond Select always does amazing things. Um, they also announced they're going to be releasing their Lost version of Marvel Mini Mates, uh, Lost Wave, featuring uh, Madame Mask and a couple other figures that we haven't seen either in a long time or ever. Um, so yeah, you know, we're obviously big fans of what they do over at Diamond Select, especially the Marvel Select figures. That Hulk Ragnarok that they did, yep. um, I, I mean, it goes into contention against Mezco, against Bandai. I mean, right. it was, for the $25, it's the best. It is. the be- And it's arguably just the best. And you know what I can say about it? Is that even at that scale, you could put it with a six-inch figure and still be like, Massive. all right. The Hulk is that big. Yeah. Tell me I'm wrong. You know, yeah. so. so good. I would rather pay 25 bucks for something like that than shell out $125 for a Mezco toy that probably will break in my hands. Um, okay. What else? Last up, Revel Tech doing things that, yeah, putting out some amazing figures. I'll tell you right now, they're on a roll. Uh, the last one they announced was Psylocke, and now. Now they're putting out the Rage and Cajun. So Gambit's getting his <laughs> getting his due with this fully articulated action figure that that 
they just continue to amaze me with um, all plastic pieces. Um, but the way they can do like capes and, and jackets and stuff like that, it just, it really, it's really impressive. Like that Batman blew my mind when I saw it. Yeah, this, uh, this looks really good. Um, I, I, I am probably going to pre-order it. <laughs> I'm done. I'm fighting against the reasons not to. And that usually means that I need to do it <laughs> when I'm, when I'm looking for reasons not to do it. <laughs> Uh, it just looks fantastic. You know, we don't have a lot of Gambit figures to begin with. Um, so it's just, I don't know. I need it. The price point's a little high, 80 bucks. But, I mean, to your point, if you're going to get a Mezco, it's going to be $80 as well, right? Maybe. Now that they're doing these light-up functions and right. shit. I guess, though, if the if the cards lit up, that's uh it's eyes in the cards that would be kind of worth it all right all right i don't even want to talk anymore about it other than if you if you've seen what revel tech can do uh with their deadpool spider-man venom um i think there's magneto but there's definitely wolverine figures they are out of control i guess you know what i'll say this for comic book versions of the characters they may be the best at what they do not like, you know, like the Marvel, or sorry, the Mezco, like Spider-Man, stuff like that. Like, they're just really cool. I like them. But literally, like, comic-to-page adaptations, the Revel Tech are pretty crazy with the, the moves that you can make them do. It looks like Jim Lee freaking drew all of these. So, uh, very cool. Very cool stuff there. Definitely. Definitely. It's just one of those slippery slopes that, you oh, know, yeah, I just can't, can't even get near because it's like once you pop that's right that's our new slogan um where can you find us <laughs> we are on the interwebs at don't forget a towel.com weekly source daily source for all things geekly get you get over there for your news reviews interviews wonderful oh. podcasts and more um also on social media facebook Instagram, um, Twitter, all the greats. You know, we're there. DFA Towel or Don't Forget a Towel 1. Check us out. Talk to us. Yell at us. Be nice to us as well. We're, we're into that as well. <laughs> I do. Anyway, uh, yeah, guys, thanks a lot for listening. Um, it's nice to know, like, we've got some good fans there consistently following us and it's been uh, it's been good so we uh, we really do appreciate it here going six years strong at DFAT so thank you guys thank you towel lights that's right uh, this is Casey saying go out there and read your comics and this is Chris I'm going to do just that <laughs>